Welcome to the Roundtable at Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church, a podcast of discussions with substance. Join our staff and leaders of our church as we journey through topics that inform, engage, and inspire the daily life of our church. Welcome to the Roundtable podcast. I'm Abby Maynard, our pastor of Community Ministries, and this week we are speaking with our food pantry. Hi, I'm Kathy Roberts, one of the co-chairs of the Food Pantry Ministry. I'm Kathleen McMurray. I am the pastor of Connecting Ministries here at the church. I'm Louise Fox. I work with Kathy in the Food Pantry. Well, thank you all so much for being here. We want to just get started with uh, what does this ministry do? Can you tell us a little bit about it for those who may not know? Well, I have some fresh numbers, so I might share that for starters. Um, This past month in October, we served 406 individuals. That's 109 families and gave out 130-plus bags. And uh, those include the 30 bags that we give to UAMS Cancer Institute patients. I love this ministry because we involve so many people in our church. We have a lot of Sunday school classes that bring food every month. We even have some small groups like three young mamas in our church provide a hundred sacks of powdered food, powdered milk every single month. And they have all year long. And then just just we have some uh, anonymous people who will just bring up 50 or 60 cans of vegetables. So it's not just a group of us working on Tuesday and Wednesday morning. There's a whole bunch of people behind the scenes that work, and I love that. It involves a whole lot of people. Yeah. So for those that don't know, um, the, the food pantry, we collect food on Sundays. We collect it throughout the week if people want to bring it up to the church um, and then we distribute on the first Wednesday of every month right correct Um, what and what are the times for that again we do that from 8 to 10 every Wednesday every 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 first first Wednesday Wednesday. yes perfect Mm -hmm. perfect yes say before we bag up the food okay yes and we have a, a lot of men and women in there bagging up the 130 bags of food mm-hmm mm-hmm the other thing I think special about this ministry is um, Louise and I kind of made a commitment to make it fun so every other month we do something fun for the families like we gave out chili fixins including um, the hamburger this month we've done Cinco de Mayo we've done hot dog picnic summer thing we've done the children made um, these boxes that have everything to make a, a birthday cake in oh, it. Oh, how fun. Along with the sprinkles and the frosting and everything. And um, so we try to do something fun. And I think that our families really do enjoy and appreciate that. Well, and something like a birthday cake, mm-hmm. you know, we so often when we think of um, poverty or when we think of helping our neighbors that are hungry, you know, it's like, well, we just need to give the minimum, but like mm-hmm. as folks sharing God's abundance yes. and joy, you know, that that birthday cake, mm-hmm. those 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 joyful additions can mean a lot. So I think that's really cool. We had a oh I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> we learned a lot from that because you can bake a cake with just a cake mix and a can of Sprite. Oh. Did y'all know that? I, I did not. Mm-hmm. Don't have to spend money on the oil or the eggs. Or the eggs. That yeah. is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 
that reminds me of a story too that happened just this last month when we did the chili fixings. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lady, I would say she was in her 30s, so it was her first time, and she had two adults and one child in her family. And I said, would you like a bag of chili fixings complete with a hamburger meat? And she teared up and said, I cannot remember the last time we had chili. And you just, stories like that every month where you just become so grateful for what you have, but you you just enjoy seeing their um, gratefulness for such a small thing, Mm -hmm. a pot of chili. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we do the fun things. Another fun story that kind of goes along with that is um, Kathy and I were, were with our group. We were up on Woodlawn giving out mm-hmm. food. Remember um, back in the spring and early fall and winter, um, some cold days before we moved downstairs. But uh, this man in a truck drove by and wanted to know what we were doing. And so we told him. And he flipped out a $100 bill and gave it to us because he was so moved by what we were doing. And he continues to do that now. Oh, wow. So he's not there every month, but almost every month. We don't know his name. We don't know where he lives. He just loves our ministry, loves this church. He doesn't even go to our church. But he loves what we're doing, and that's his way of being generous and sharing what he has to help us. Isn't that, isn't that a great that is story? so mm-hmm. that is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think y'all are doing something really special um, with, especially with Arkansas potluck. So, would you talk a little bit about how that distribution day works? Sure. Um, we go there uh, now on the Tuesday morning. We have gentlemen that go pick up the produce. It's a lot. It's it's, it's a ton of food, <laughs> literally. Um, pick it up and bring it to the church, and then. Louise has a group that gets together and sorts it because some things have sort of gone bad just waiting to be picked up and some are had to be refrigerated and weren't so they go through it all get it in the refrigerator and then we um what we've done that is kind of fun is we have it out on tables and they're able to get out of their car and pick five items so they have a little control and a little choice and they love that so that's been a good another way we give them Another way we give them control is we put out, instead of just putting a box of cereal in their bag, we have all the cereal out there and they can pick their cereal. And if their children in the car, I want that, you know, Rice oh. Krispie Treats, you know, and all that. So anyway, it's it does give them a sense of control. And that's, yes. that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge mm-hmm. for when we feel like, things are so out of control and not in our control to be able to say, Mm -hmm. like, you have agency. You're not, you know, Mm -hmm. just on the receiving end of this from us, but, like, you have some agency and some choice, um, even though a lot of things are choiceless. Right, right. That's awesome. Another wonderful thing about potluck is what we don't use, we put in a box and take it back over there for their compost pile. So it's a cycle. Isn't that great? That is fantastic. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. That is really neat. So how did you both get involved in this ministry? Well, I started in probably 1990. (laughs) Um, When we first started it, it it filled kind of a niche in the community in that we took food to people's homes. They didn't have to go somewhere. 
And so we would get names from the health department or from schools or other agencies. And we, Sunday school classes would sign up for a month. And then on Saturdays, we would go out and deliver the food. I loved that. I loved being in their homes. I loved getting to know them. We don't have a lot of time when they just drive through. Um, but there was a decision made that they probably weren't going into the best of neighborhoods at times, and there were some safety concerns. And that's when we moved it into the gathering hall. Louise and I both retired about that time, and we were just helping every time. And it just started growing. Then COVID hit. Mm. Then we were partnered right in the gathering hall with the diaper bank. And so we started getting lots of young families. And we just said, we think we can do this and make it grow and make it exciting and fun. And Judy um, Strom, who was the founder, uh, was ready to retire. She came to us, which was which was a nice way to have that happen. And um, we just took over and made it a full-time gig. <laughs> <laughs> And Judy, who and her friends who founded the food pantry many ministry many years ago, they're still active in it. Like some of them were over there this morning sorting out beans into from big bags into small bags. Mm -hmm. So they're still very involved. They don't do any of the heavy lifting right. and all that. And and like I said, we have all ages. Um, we even had some little Boy Scouts fill some bags one night, and they were so excited about that. But um, it's just, it's our passion. It's our passion. So do you have a favorite story from this ministry? Well, well favorite is about the man who comes up <laughs> and hands us a yes. hundred dollar bill. That's such a powerful I story. That. That really I is. know, I know. And to do that with anonymity and, mm -hmm. yes. and consistency that he's, He's building a relationship with y'all mm -hmm. in this ministry um, in a very unique way. Right. It's yeah. really neat. Mm -hmm. And we have uh, some ladies who direct traffic out there, and they know that when he rounds, they'll say, here he comes, you know, so that yeah. we don't have to smile. go through the line. Right. <laughs> and with a smile on our face and all that. Um, that's one of my favorite stories. And then another one is I received a phone call uh, winter before last uh, from a man said, you don't know me, but we know y'all. And he is hunters. He works in the organization Hunters Feeding the Homeless. And so a lot of hunters over the state give food to this place and they distribute it. And so he brought us some venison and we gave out last winter some pound packages of venison, and they loved that. That's awesome. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that story. I have a, mm -hmm. a fun story, too. Um, when we were out in the front parking lot, there was this young couple that came through, and they were always smiling and happy and took great, um, I don't know, they enjoyed the fact that I couldn't communicate very effectively with them, but they were always smiling and laughing and happy, so I named them Familia Felice happy family so every time they'd come by I would start with that that's about the extent of my Spanish but we've communicated in some way and one month they came through and had a bouquet of flowers for me and it's like their generosity they have so little and they just wanted to say thank you that was a sweet story that, was, that is a sweet, sweet story sweet that's little beautiful. couple mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. that 
generosity and gratitude, mm-hmm. they're contagious. Yes. You know, when mm-hmm. we when we share that, when we experience that grace of God, we want to share it more. And mm-hmm. that's, um, yeah, that, that's how God's grace works, right? Exactly. Like, that's the whole reason why we do what we do is because... We receive Absolutely. and we want to share. Yeah, Absolutely. that's amazing. In every, every car load, every car load, they're always, thank you so much, you know. And sometimes mm-hmm. you'll see a little tear in their eye, and, you know. And, of course, then we have a tear in our eye. So uh, it's just, it, it goes back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the, um, the Spanish-speaking family. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot of uh, families that are part of the Spanish-speaking community? I would say 50%, 50%. of our families currently are Hispanic, but um, we have two volunteers okay. that help, and that's been such a blessing. And when they pull up and see one of those gentlemen walking toward them, their faces light up. They're like, oh, yes, someone is going to understand me, and I'm yes. going to understand them. That has been a real blessing. So we're able to share more information with them. Yes. Having that. And we've done a lot of... Um, like for our Thanksgiving bags, the flyer that um, Michael is preparing is going to have Spanish on one side and English on the other side. So we're trying to do that as mm-hmm. much as possible. Good. So for folks who want to get involved with the food pantry, what can they do? How can they be involved? And who should they contact? Well, they can always contact one of us or the church. We got a lot of volunteers through the Connect Fair. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a lot of volunteers. We can't use every volunteer every month because we would be running into each other. But I just want everybody to know we have your name. We will be calling you uh, maybe not every month, but we appreciate all the people who have volunteered and it's such a blessing to us. Louise does a wonderful job. If anyone says they want to volunteer, she plugs them in immediately. Again, it may not be every month, but Mm -hmm. we really want people to know that if they do want to volunteer, we have a place for them. So, so. What are some of the ways that people can volunteer? Um, Thank you notes. Um, Kathleen's grandmother does thank (laughs) you notes. Um, Because anyone that makes a contribution, we want to do a personal note to them. Um, Every, the first not the first Tuesday, but the Tuesday before the first Wednesday, we bag. Wednesdays, we distribute. We're going to start now doing um, once a week, having a scheduled date where people can come help stock the shelves. Louise and I do most of that ourselves now, but we want to incorporate more volunteers into that. Um, What else? Just the fact that... um we have so many people that bring food, even mm-hmm. though they are not in the food pantry working. Mm-hmm. That is such a huge help to us that they bring food. And like in our Sunday school class, we are responsible for peanut butter and jelly. And not everybody goes to the store to buy it, but we have two or three shoppers in our Sunday school class <laughs> who do that for our class. And then we pay, repay them. It's just, there's just so much to do, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, even if uh, they come to the connect fair and say i want to do it and we'll say okay i'll call you in june that's fine with them you know it's just they just want a, a part of it whether it's a big part or a little part we just love their enthusiasm and, and if people want to bring the food that you were talking about is there a list 
We Where? have we have a list, um, and we would be happy. To, we had those at the Connect Pair. Give it to anybody that wanted Perfect. it. But one thing I would strongly encourage is any Sunday school class or group that's not currently participating in our monthly program, consider doing that because the hundred a month has now grown to 120. So new classes, we could get them to piggyback on a class that's doing 100 to get us our extra. So if someone is in a Sunday school class and they're not doing it, I would encourage them to talk to the other members and, and see if they could do that. And so how that works is that a group or a Sunday school class commits to, did you say 100? 100 a month. 100 a month mm -hmm. of, of the... Uh, Something that is needed, yes. mm -hmm. like the staff does. The staff saltine does saltines. Crackers. Yes, yes. The choir and UMY, UM, UMW. I think we have a new name now too. <laughs> uh, United Methodist Women do all the cereals. So, okay. and then Sunday, various Sunday school classes have canned foods and different Perfect. things. They do. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you both so much for being here, and thank you all for joining us at the Roundtable from Pulaski Heights, a podcast of discussions with substance. We're so glad to have you, and we hope you'll join us next week.